welcome to More Than Abstract. I'm Prangel, and I'm joined by Zachariah. How are you doing? Never better. Thanks for asking. So, you know, it's almost September. Do you know what that means? The No, I don't know what you mean by that. Well, that means it's almost Christmas, but it also means that, <laughs> <laughs> that it's almost hurricane season in America. Not really the happiest time of year. I prefer it to be Christmas, but you know what happens. I guess you're glad you live in Canada, huh? Yeah. I'm really glad the two of us live so far away into the continent that we don't have to worry about this stuff. I mean, if you never hear from me again, you know, yeah. <laughs> you'll know there's a hurricane. Really do appreciate that, like, living in this region. You don't have to worry about hurricanes, tornadoes, fires, earthquakes, floods, tsunamis, or even wildlife. It just snows. Just high taxes. Oh, oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess snow is also a problem. But either way. I want to tell you the story of how hurricanes form and why it's said that they're getting worse every year. Oh, I like to hear the story. Are you familiar with this topic? I wouldn't call myself familiar at all. It's perfect. <laughs> so they have a bunch of names to them. You know, they're called typhoons, cyclones, willy willies, but we're just going to call them hurricanes. Are they really called willy willies? Yeah, it's, it's really weird. But like in Australia, whenever one happens, yeah, there's a willy willy coming by. Oh, no. A Category 5 Willy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I really... I, something tells me... Do they actually They actually say that, don't they? You know what? I, they might. I, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So, uh, to begin with, uh, what parts of the world do you think usually experience hurricanes? We already talked about America and Australia. Can you right. name a few others? Well, I don't know how similar they are to monsoons, but I, I would assume more like close to the equator... I thought that it might apply to like South Asia, so maybe like Japan and uh, I don't know, like Brazil. Yeah, it, you, you got it right, really. It's very close to the equator. Hey, I feel smart. <laughs> uh, they're also around California, the Western Pacific, as you said, near um, huh. uh, Japan. They're also in the, in the Indian Ocean, so pretty much wherever there's warm water near the equator, okay. you'll get it, but talk about why. So somehow, weather near the equator builds up momentum and ferocity leading to a devastating hurricane that causes a lot of damage, but it all starts with warm water in the ocean. So here's a little tidbit uh, to help you figure out what the weather might be like without looking at your phone. When it's particularly hot somewhere, the air gets hot around this area as well, and it starts to rise just because it's warmer. You know, warmer air rises. That makes a low-pressure region. This is just uh, a region where there, there just isn't as much air around than the neighboring parts. So air moves from high pressure to low pressure. Essentially, when it's you have a hot day, expect the weather to change, and it'll change by whatever weather is nearby. Hmm. I mean, I bet it's the same concept with... Uh, so recently... We had a um, really hot string of like 88 degree days. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're, they're hot for me, okay? But Hot for me too. <laughs> but what happened was, you know, on the Friday of that week, we just rained maybe for like five or six hours in the morning. Um, yeah. And I'm wondering, I mean, the, this is there's no hot water. Well, actually, I live in Michigan. That's a total lie. I'm lying to you. There's hot water, but I mean, I, I assume there was rain all over the Midwest because it was hot all over here, so... I'm wondering if that's a similar concept. Yeah, it is actually. You know, the uh, the weather was hotter in one place, so air from 
you know, somewhere else, maybe near the coast or in the lakes, just rushed over to you. They had rain. Hmm. That's the beginning of a hurricane. More exactly, you need about 27 degrees Celsius or 80 degrees Fahrenheit water near the equator. Not on the equator. It has to be sufficiently far away. This seems very exact. It, Yeah, it's it's surprisingly exact. Some could call it a science. Uh, I mean, I guess that makes too much sense, but... <laughs> So this warm water is what fuels a hurricane, and it's why once they make landfall, they dissipate over time. Since there's warm water around, some of it will turn into water vapor, which rises and forms clouds. Uh, at this point, once you have you know a, little, a warm patch in the ocean that forms clouds, you get something called a tropical depression with winds up to 35 miles per hour. So it's not very bad. Is there a reason why it's a depression? Uh, well, I mean, just sad. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's pretty sad if a hurricane blows over your home, but I, I'm assuming that's not why it's called that. I think the depression refers to the low pressure region that exists around there. So it, it, it's a depression in the atmosphere. Depression in the atmosphere. It's a depression. So, but how does it get swirly, really? This, de this depression is not exact. It's just like a blob with clouds. It's not really swirling in any way. Uh, how are we going to turn it into a bunch of clouds that turns into a raging hurricane? What do you think happens? Why, uh, what turns a tropical depression into a raging hurricane? And wrong answers only. Uh, God puts his hand down and grabs a big stick from the ground and churns it super fast and then blows on it. Right. Yeah, get just get it moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you got to exercise some holy smiting sometimes yeah. it's, it's important <laughs> yeah he's just getting ready for the next smoting Sm yeah you got to practice a little bit you got you got to warm up okay the actual answer you need a spinning planet and for it to be a bit away from the equator actually that makes too much sense i mean it, yeah we are spanning our aren't we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's not exactly obvious what does this but think of it this way it, it, it's hot near the equator, as we all know. So air will try to move there from the surroundings. You know, it's hot, air rises, low pressure region. Air comes in from the north, or if you're in the southern hemisphere, from the south. So it, it, it comes on in. But the earth is also spinning around it. So a lot of these winds that are coming uh, from the north to the equator end up being diverted a bit more westward. Let me show you a wind map. It's really nice is it nice or does it blow it oh <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i had to think a little too hard on that one so if you uh, direct your attention to the mid-atlantic you can see some places near the equator and you can see that there are winds going from you know northern africa near spain downward and then westward oh there's this big swirly by europe it's just a neat thing. I, I I like looking at this wind map being like, how's the weather going to be? This is definitely something that would give a kid that got some swirlies in elementary school flashbacks, man. <laughs> so this, this wind that comes down towards the equator, it ends up being diverted and going westward. And that swirling motion makes a vortex to give you the iconic picture of a hurricane that you think of. Does that make sense, how it gets its structure? Makes sense so far. So if, when we're defining vortex, I know it's probably like what I think, but it's just a big spiral of the wind, right? Is there anything else to it? 
Uh, it's mostly just the low pressure region that's at the center of the storm, and then the spiraling clouds around it. Okay, just making sure, like you sudden, if, in case you start using big words and you know it, it gets complex, I wasn't mm-hmm. lost. So uh, at this point, you have a t- tropical depression that makes air rise, creating larger clouds that can go high up into the atmosphere and start swirling around because the wind's near them. But we're missing something here. That's the eye of the storm. And what's what's that all about? Why is th- why is there an eye instead of it just being filled with clouds and stuff? Well, it turns out that while the depression starts, because all this warm air rises up, the eye of the hurricane is the part where you have cold air that falls down from the upper atmosphere. The warm air that goes up in the atmosphere, so that would be that would go around the eye wall. I feel like they they kind of messed up and should have called it the eyelid instead. But I oh well. I guess since the eyelid falls, but the eye hmm. No, I can't argue against that. Oh wait, cause tears fall from eyes. And these are sad moments. It's that's true. It's it's depressing <laughs> times. <laughs> so warm air rises through the eye wall and then uh, cold air that's up in the atmosphere it needs to go somewhere. And since hurricanes are massive, they need they go towards the eye of the storm going downwards. So if you're ever in the eye, it's going to be pretty nice weather, not too much wind, but then a hurricane's right next to you. <laughs> Wait, I thought you just said it was cold. How cold is it about yeah, it's, to be? it's cold air. It's, uh, well, I guess I consider cold nice weather, but it's not going to be like freezing or something. It's not yeah, like snow Canadians weather. would consider cold nice weather. <laughs> so that's all you need to know about how you make a hurricane. You know, you, you go into your kitchen and be like, I want to make a hurricane. Stir it up be like god (laughs) so so it turns out that the longer that uh, this hurricane is around warm water the storm gets stronger you might have heard that climate change makes these storms more powerful and more frequent it's mostly because hotter average temperatures excuse me it makes warmer water and the the wind doesn't really change too much over small time scales so you'll get the same swirling pattern but with more possibilities of making these depressions is the wind changing too with climate change or is it just the climate that's changed with climate change you know wind will change but i think that things like the trade winds will be around for a long time which makes you know the swirling pattern hmm so the trade winds the, the trading like the legos we get from china or the, the trade winds is uh so the trade winds w- uh, was uh, a set of wind currents that go from europe to africa to america and then back to europe Hmm. So it's it kind of makes a triangle. It it used to be important for trade back when people used sails. Oh, so it actually was. Hmm. Okay. And I'm pretty sure this the Earth will keep spinning, so um, you know, wind will make that swirling pattern as well. And jinxed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might not anymore. And of course, once you get past the tropical storm phase, they get a name. Apparently, that wasn't always the case. Like. There were some really bad hur- there was a really bad hurricane in 1935 that was worse than Katrina but uh, they instead of giving it a name they called it the Labor Day hurricane. I guess if if they stayed with that we'd have hundreds of Labor Day hurricanes. It'd be at least you could expect it that way, you know. Uh it, every Labor Day there's a hurricane. Well, it's happening. It's Labor Day hurricane like it's our annual Katrina is coming by. It, it's got to suck for someone who has the name of a hurricane like think of it this way. 
Zachariah has been rampaging through Florida and the East Coast for five days now with no signs of stopping. Heck the devastation yeah. in its wake is horrifying. Let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Take credit for all of it? Like, yeah, that's right. Me. You own it, you know? I was named for strength. I was named for beauty. I was named because I destroy cities. Hey, <laughs> work it. So that's how hurricanes are made. And that's that's all I have for you. What do you think? I think uh, this would make a better song than Wrecking Ball, but obviously this just makes me not sound like a Miley Cyrus fan. <laughs> well, if you like this episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. Tell us what you think about it and tell a friend about it. And for supplementary content, follow us on Twitter at MoreAbstract. And you can find more episodes wherever you get podcasts.